Hello and welcome to episode 78 of ERRX, a podcast tailored to your clinical needs. I'm your host, Adis Carrick, and I feel great about this week's episode because we'll be reviewing a study published out of my site by a few of my colleagues. This study isn't as fresh as most of the other study reviews I usually bring on the show, but I wanted to do a couple of episodes about K-Centra and I figured this would be a great place to start. This article was published in the American Journal of Emergency Medicine back in May of 2021 and is entitled Evaluation of Fixed versus Variable Dosing of Four-Factor Prothrombin Complex Concentrate for Emergent Warfarin Reversal. The lead authors include Dr. Zach Stecker, who was my preceptor in the ED when I was a first and second year resident, and Dr. Brandon Van Amber who was my co-resident during PGY one year, and this was actually his residency research project at the time. It's been really fun following the progress of the study through things like the Midwest Pharmacy Residence Conference to publication in a major medical journal, so congrats to these guys on getting it done. Despite the wide use of K-Centra since its approval in 2013, we're still trying to figure out its optimal dosing strategy. We're all obviously familiar with the FDA-approved variable dose scheme, which is based on pretreatment INR and body weight, but there's been a good number of studies looking to use lower, fixed doses that differ from the approved dosing scheme. Besides attempting to maximize efficacy and minimize adverse events, using a fixed dose strategy could also help cut the out-of-control healthcare costs we have and reduce time to administration. For example, previous trials show that using a fixed-dose strategy could reduce time from order to administration by 13 minutes and save almost $1,000 per patient. The study I'm discussing today is a single-center, prospective, open-label, randomized control trial that compared a fixed 1,500-unit dose of Kcentra with the FDA-approved variable dosing scheme in patients on warfarin. The primary outcome, reversal success, was defined as a laboratory-confirmed INR of less than or equal to 1.5 15 minutes after the end of the K-Centra infusion. If patients randomized to fixed dosing had an INR that remained above goal, another 500 units could be administered under the direction of the treating physician. And if they received that additional dose, they were considered a treatment failure for the purposes of the study as the INR would have to be greater than 1.5 to receive that extra dose. They also looked at costs of each dosing strategy and clotting events within 7 days. They enrolled adults 18 years and older who had an INR greater than or equal to 2 who were eligible to receive K-Centra based on our institution's protocol. They ran the study over a period of 25 months and ended it earlier than their planned 100 patients given slow enrollment. They finally ended up with 71 patients, 34 in the fixed dose group and 37 in the variable dose group, with no differences in patient characteristics including age, weight, initial INR, or indication for reversal between the groups. There were 21 cases of reversal success in the fixed dose group versus 33 cases of success in the variable dose group, with a significantly greater rate of reversal in the variable dose group at 89% versus 62%. A sensitivity analysis found that the difference in the rate of successful reversal decreased as the initial INR increased for those in the fixed dose group compared to the variable dose group. 
There were no clotting events noted within seven days in either group, but cost of medication was significantly higher in the variable dose group compared to the fixed dose group at $3,300 versus about $2,500. This study did, of course, have a few limitations, one of which was that they chose the primary outcome of achieving a specific and pretty conservative goal INR of less than or equal to 1.5, as opposed to patient-centered outcomes like mortality or something like clinical hemostasis. About a third of study patients weighed greater than 100 kilograms, lowering external validity to countries with lower obesity rates and likely affecting efficacy of reversal, since reversing INRs has been shown to be harder in obese patients. Finally, they also had to stop the study early and before reaching their goal of 100 patients, which affected their final analysis. In conclusion, this study found that a 1,500-unit fixed-dose strategy for reversing warfarin-induced bleeding was not as effective in reaching an INR target of less than or equal to 1.5 compared to using the FDA-approved variable dosing scheme. So what does that mean for your practice? A small, single-center study should never guide practice alone, but it should at least make you hesitate if you are thinking about implementing a fixed-dose strategy at your site. Many sites, including mine, are hesitant to adopt a system-wide fixed-dosing protocol given the lack of data, some of it showing that fixed doses don't work as well. That being said, a few guidelines such as the ACC's pathway do recommend using fixed doses of Kcentra, suggesting 1,000 units for major bleeding and 1,500 units for intracranial bleeding. And it's because of this that I still think that a fixed dose strategy is reasonable, but on a case-by-case basis, and especially in non-obese patients with lower initial INRs. I just personally wouldn't make a system-wide protocol recommending it at the moment. As always, thank you so much for your time, and thank you for wanting to learn more about pharmacotherapy. So what do you guys think? Does your site have a fixed dosing case central protocol for warfarin or DOAC reversal? I'd love to hear your thoughts. Please leave a comment on the ERRX Podcast Instagram page or on ERRXpodcast.com. Stay tuned for next week's episode where I discuss my site's case central protocol and how the implementation of that protocol into the EPIC system led to a lot less inappropriate and contraindicated use and less waste.